Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Rambles Guide 2. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Luke Moore. In hindsight, it seemed inevitable that David Beckham would end up in Hollywood. Where do you think I want you? Hands on the eel, stupid. Back in 2007, the Chingford Galacticos' move to LA Galaxy was unprecedented. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my distinct pleasure and honor to introduce to Los Angeles and the world the newest member of the LA Galaxy, Mr. David After five seasons with Real Madrid, there was a sense that aged just 32, he was making the move to enjoy a lucrative semi-retirement while he still had plenty to offer in Europe. In the US, the hope was that Beckham would help raise the international profile of MLS, finally bring football into the mainstream and help it become a global player on the world stage. Potentially in the States, soccer could be as big as it is everywhere else around the world. And I'm very proud to be part of that and going to be part of that for the next five years and maybe a few more years later. But was the move motivated by a desire to break new ground, to further the reach of the sport he loved, or was it just about expanding brand Beckham? The most important thing is my family. And making money. The second thing is the, fo- is the soccer. And, you know, meeting Tom Cruise. You can't beat um, Tom Cruise, His spell in LA wasn't without problems. I mean, he engineered a couple of holidays to Milan halfway through and seemed more committed to shining Fabio Capello's shoes than anything stateside. But domestic success did follow, and his effect on the league is still felt today. So was it all worth it? Let's find out in the Football Rambles Guide to David Beckham's move to LA Galaxy. David Beckham exits the MLS stage, and he exits it a two-time 
MLS Cup champion, back-to-back -back titles for Beckham to take off into the sunset. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what a, what a pod we've got for you. Um, this from Frank, who emailed shutfootballramble.com. With Lionel Messi joining into Miami, which is, of course, co-owned by David Beckham, I would love to hear the stories of D-Beck's own MLS journey. So well, fast. If, well, you, if you were thinking, have I hit the... The, yeah. the fast button there on on my on that's my, my device. Of, that was actually how fast Marcus was speaking. That's my Spoiking. way. Of, that's my way of getting people to just do it under level that you know the, the, the normal speed. I think it shows um, how much contempt you have for the listeners. Yeah, mm. get him out of the way. Yeah, was that Frank Lampard? I was about to say it could be Frank Lampard. He, yeah. he got involved. I saw yeah. him play once. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, great. It's great story. in MLS. Fine. Yeah. More, better context. Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen Frank Lampard play. He played about fucking 2,000 games. Yeah. All right. Let's move away from Frank Lampard now before we start slagging his managerial career Let's off. deflect. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Frank. Yeah. Um, uh, right. That's the joke. One, one stage, <laughs> one goes to Saudi Arabia. 16 years ago, in July 2007, David Beckham made that journey across the Atlantic, leaving Real Madrid for LA Galaxy at the age of 32. And it is worth pointing out that when he announced he was going to go there, he was only 31. He announced in January and mm. obviously didn't turn 32 till the May. Yeah. And um, he had a lot of options. And I think yeah. with, with, the, with the passing of time and people pigeonhole the idea of, you know, perhaps disrespectfully, but certainly I would say accurately, a lot of players will go to MLS in the twilight of their career. Mm. There's nothing to suggest, actually, looking back on it, I don't think, that... At the age of 31, Beckham didn't have a good amount of years left in him. Mm. And it was an incredibly impactful move, I think, both at the time and in retrospect, not just for the commercial behemoth that he is, but for footballing reasons as well. Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest, particularly then, and I would say to an extent now, if you're going to MLS as a really good player, you're going older than that. Mm. You know? Well, years later... For what's this worth? He did start a Champions League knockout fixture for PSG against Barcelona. There we go. There we yeah. go. <laughs> he would go back something. on loan at, to big clubs and make contributions. Yeah, absolutely. I think Beckham's a, not a unique player, but he's a, among those very few players where every moment of their lives is under a huge spotlight, isn't it? And this was a sort of saga in waiting for a long time, wasn't it? The moment he went to Real Madrid, it was it was big news. But mm. from the second he was there. There was almost this sense of like, well, where's he going to go next? Is he going to come back to England? If he does, will he come back to Man United? Will he go to another club? That was an endless, endless source and of speculation. To show you the size of impact that he had when he signed for Real Madrid in 2003, mm -hmm. I was actually on a bus driving from uh, one town in Australia to another mm. and the driver announced it on the bus. The driver did? In Australia, yeah. Wow. Blimey. He obviously, when we, got to, when we got to a town... He obviously heard it on the radio or something, yeah. and he came over on the mic and he told everyone. That's I mean, Australia's not football. Exactly, well. two thousand three yeah. as well. Flight that's how big of that's big, how big of a how deal. Did he know, what did he say? Um, Beckham, Real Madrid. Good day. Get off. <laughs> I can't remember, but yeah. he, I don't even know if he's Australian. Beckham's gone. <laughs> he announced in, it. in a strange way. We're, we're sort of too close to David Beckham to to know what a global brand he is because we we are so entrenched in football, mm. it, not just in in what we do for a profession, we're a but, we're, part but of the in game, this country, we? We, we are. We're we're huge. We're you know we 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 influence the game. Um, <laughs> but um, I mean, that's absolutely fascinating to me that an yeah. Australian bus driver would 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 announce that. It's yeah. it's the same as like uh, I don't know, like some sort of cricket or rugby deal being announced while I was on public transport. It's like, okay, all right, weird. I simply cannot of, wrap my head around it. It was full of young British people like, right. travelling around. I mean, it was a tourist the, bus. The, the audience, yeah, 
course. All right, well, that I makes thought you meant a public sense. bus. Yeah. No, I was, well, well, That's not nearly the, the same. Story, to be fair, he on. was driving the bus. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. It was a public bus as far as anyone could buy a ticket to go from one. It was a long haul bus. Oh, well. So anyone could get a anyone could get a ticket for the bus. Yeah. The point being, okay. we're getting bogged down. The point being, <laughs> it was full of British backpackers. I yeah. thought it was like the the one hundred and three to no, but Sydney it's got Harbour. A Union Jack on it. <laughs> it could have been. Call it the Pommobile. <laughs> the Pom wagon. It was, it was a David Beckham themed tour <laughs> <laughs> around all the hotspots. Yeah. Oh dear. Stop your moaning. And, and the driver Beckham's thought. Gone. And the driver thought, I can't believe we're lucky. What are the chances? <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it was incredible. But, but you, I think you might be forgetting that actually at the time he announced that he was going to Los Angeles, his stock had fallen a little bit. He yeah, would always have... He wasn't have getting offered. in the team, was he? No, he wasn't getting in the team. and also, Had injuries as well. Yeah, but also for England, people were getting a bit fed up with him at England. It, you know, 2006 World Cup, that England had, had uh, gone out in the, in the quarterfinals. People were saying, should Beckham be starting? Because And this was at a time when uh, people thought if you put a young, very quick player in the England side, they would win the World Cup for mm-hmm. us. You know, like if you, you think about how kind of crazy the chat was around football in the sort of early mid-noughties and the gold foreigners haven't thought about pace. Exactly, yeah. But it is the whole sort of Jared Lampard, one stays, one goes. That's the tactic, is it, lads? Andrea Pirlo's quaking in his boots, you know. But without sort of going off the point too much, is Beckham's... Um, you know, his 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 stock wasn't as high, and but, but, and I feel I feel that one of the reasons why he may have made this move, and he didn't say this, but I think that he probably did feel a bit like, do you know what? If I go there, yeah, there's the whole off field, you know, increase the Beckham brand and all that kind of stuff. That despite being certainly what people, everyone says who meets him, quite a humble, down to earth kind of likable chap. He bloody loves the limelight, and he and he loves that whole brand Beckham thing. But but that last season at Real Madrid, specifically under yes. Capello, yep. he did fall out of favour. Yes. He did get injuries, yep. and then he ended the season pretty strongly after to, he had announced he. Was yeah, going. but to the point where Real Madrid wanted to stop him. Yes, yeah. but they'd already done the deal. The but they deal, wanted to unpick it. They did, but they couldn't, and the deal had been done. And that's the thing. You again, people forget it that Beckham's, you know, as I've said about two times already that his stock wasn't as high and and he made that move and people thought, oh, right, that is a surprise. And then people started thinking, oh, well, surely he's got more in the tank. Surely he can do more in Europe. And Capello said, well, he's gone now. We can't rely on him. Can I ask him. one question for you? One direct question. Yes. yes or no answer, just for my own peace of mind, because uh-huh. my memory of it is is as it is. At that point, mm-hmm. had he chosen to, could he have gone to another top European club? Yeah, of course club? he could. Fine, yeah. okay. If, they were, if people were interested. But I think at the time... As I say, for England and Real Madrid, wasn't quite happening. Um, even though he would always play for England if he was if he was available and and still that kind of age. But I think there was maybe a general vibe in Europe of oh, he's that guy who's more interested in how his hair looks and off the yeah. field stuff. And I think that that perhaps maybe facilitated a little bit quicker him going there. But certainly being out of the Real Madrid side, he managed to change. This is not about him at Real Madrid, but just to set the scene. He, because of his dedication in training, despite him not being, being despite him being told you're not going to play, and maybe a few injuries and whatnot, it changed Capello's mind. He gets back in the team, is a big part of them going on to win his only major trophy for Real Madrid, and then mm. he leaves. Mm. And at the time, people were a bit like, "Oh, David, why, why are you going?" And it was, and but people were saying, "Yeah, but remember when he made the decision? It was, it was slightly different." But the fact is, he made the decision, um, and it was still a surprise, even in that that kind of context. And some people were really disappointed. Mm. People, you know, we've we've talked, and, and you and we probably were, were we? 
Well, we weren't to go podding. back and listen to it. Yeah, we weren't podding at, the, at that time, were we? Or sure. well, we were just coming into it, 2007. Yeah, started, yeah. yeah but um, you, you know, you've obviously spoke very, very um, uh, uh, directly about what's going on in Saudi Arabia and people's lack of ambition. People were saying this about Beckham. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I probably would have felt the same. He always made the point that he was trying to sort of break new ground and be a bit of a pioneer, wasn't he? That was that was what he claimed to, well, to that excited him about it. Yeah, he, well, he was a little bit coy on that. I think that a lot of people assumed that and 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 attached that to him. Beckham did say, well, obviously, to make football one of the biggest sports here would be incredibly difficult, maybe nigh on impossible. If you think of the popularity of. Bas- uh, basketball, baseball, and, and NFL, yeah. but th- um, and he said, "But I, I think I can do something." Yeah, exactly. That's not, you know, let's not pretend he was going out there to try and make it the biggest sport. That doesn't mean he can't go out there to try yeah. and grow it. Indeed, indeed. And and I think when it's interesting looking back on it, because did he did he achieve that and 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 and, and so on. So yeah, so LA Galaxy had won um, the Major League Soccer Cup twice in two thousand two, two thousand and five, which is the big prize there. Um, and they had won it twice, and um, DC United, I think it was, had won it four times. Well, by the time Beckham would finish um, his career at LA Galaxy, they were tied at four apiece. Mm-hmm. DC United were, the, were, the, were the, the side who had the most, you see. Um, when he moved there, though, there was a lot of fanfare, as you could imagine. I mean, LA Galaxy's gate revenue peaked immediately. 11,000 new season ticket holders. Mm. They made $13 million in shirt sales before he was even unveiled. Mm. You know, this, it was huge and it was big, and there was a. It was the reaction in the states was quite incredible, and I think Beckham was perhaps the only player that could have done that because he was this good-looking guy married to Victoria Beckham, who that because Spice Girls cracked America for a short period, but they certainly did it. So here came. They this tried to th- run a documentary about Victoria Beckham coming to America, didn't they? At the yeah, same yeah. time, but it didn't really work. It lasted it one episode. One episode <laughs> so, yeah, one episode. Good episode, I'd imagine. More Jim. episodes than we've had on American Telly. Yeah, Fair. one more to be precise. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she just looked around. We're so like, still in the yeah, fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've got yeah. it in us. Yeah. Um, the contract included the option for him to buy. Um, a major league soccer expansion franchise in any part of the country except New York City at the fixed price of $25 million. And that's crucial. And that's crucial. When we talk about the legacy a bit later, that's mm-hmm. absolutely crucial. Yeah. Um, obviously, there was a huge amount of incentive financially to go there. Clearly, he was managed at the time. It may still be, I haven't checked, by Simon Fuller, who you know, he was is still managed by linked, him, yeah. linked with the Spice Girls, and, you mm-hmm. know, 19 Entertainment and all that kind of stuff. Um, so there was, you know, it's a shrewder move than just I fancy going to play football yes. in LA for a bit, despite him saying all the things he needs to say yeah. on the on the pitch. Because if he doesn't say that, it does look like a massive cash in, and it does look about look much more about Brand Beckham. And I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that, particularly given that we've seen how big of a global star he is now, mm-hmm. and how he's. I mean, people don't even really think of him that much as a footballer now yeah. but he's more of just a, a British ambassador or mm, something yeah. like a cultural ambassador yeah. so clearly he had an eye on that but and, and that will probably be something we can cover a bit later in the legacy but on, on the on the football side of it I do have quite a strong memory and you know memory can be tricky so maybe some of this is wrong but my perception is the build up to him playing the first game against Chelsea in that friendly yeah. when he had an injury mm-hmm. and it clearly became an issue which was talked about a lot later on where the sponsors, who I think Herbalife, I think only signed on because Beckham signed for them. Mm. They got this big sponsorship deal for the however many seasons because basically because Beckham signed for them. Yeah. And I think they were saying, "Come on, yeah. no, he needs to fucking mm. play because yeah. you know we need him." And he had this really bad ankle problem. Yeah. And he ended up coming on for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Have, yeah. you, have we talked about this now? He ended up coming yeah, up to, yeah, yeah. He ended up coming for ten minutes at the end. And um, 
I, I read about it, um, just, to, just to jog my memory a wee bit, of uh, Alexi Lalas, who of course was involved in the club in the big way at the time, saying that like he, given that he knew that um, Beckham's ankle was was badly injured, he said uh, it was like watching a Fabergé egg roll around the pitch and I was just <laughs> praying it wouldn't smash into anything. Yeah. And when Steve Sidwell hit Beckham... He said it was like watching the egg smash into a million pieces because yeah. Sidwell oh, just did, goes yeah. straight in with a massive producer, right? By a, a, apparently an accident, but he was a tough tackling player, wasn't he? So that was potentially going to happen. But yeah, by I mean, in any other context, David Beckham w- was injured at that point. He was like, he shouldn't. Injured, he was yeah. like properly capital I injured. Yes. He should not have been and playing Land- at all. Landon Donovan, like, basically heavily implied in a retrospective article mm-hmm. uh, later on saying that he was basically made to play. Mm-hmm. Like Beckham was good, a good egg about it, yeah. a good Fabergé good egg about it. Go, yeah. and, and, um, and really played through the pain and all the rest of it. Um, but the, the, the one thing I, I kind of reminded myself of, read, read about as well, was that ESPN got a lot of criticism, I think, from the commissioner of the league, um, Don Garber at the time, because they had this Beckham cam set up. Mm, and I've never seen the right. photos of the amount of cameras around Beckham. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely but, nuts, isn't it? It's like it's proper like rock star stuff. It's, uh, it's yeah. easy to forget, isn't it? The um the the gigantic kind of celebrity status that he had when he went out there and yeah. how even in LA was, as well, which is crazy. It was almost like a it almost felt like a reboot of MLS itself, didn't it? Yeah. That's right. Would you not at remember? One point they, sorry, Jim Marks, but I was going to finish the point. At one point, they missed a passage of play mm. because they'd cut to Beckham cam because Beckham was putting one of his boots on. Yeah. I think, did they not? I think they, I think they might have scrapped. I don't know if this is true, but certainly people were suggesting they should scrap Beckham cam if they didn't because he was just strolling around the pitch at times and it was actually highlighting. I don't think they ever did it again. Yeah, well, indeed. But, um, with regards to his celebrity status, I mean, though the, the, the celebrities who turned up to that game, Tom Cruise, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Katie Holmes, it just, it, they, they just reel off the tongue. And it's, it is mad to think that, that all those people came to see Beckham. Yeah. I mean, they didn't know that much about his footballing career, but they just, they just knew him. Mm. And, and, and it was one of the places in the world that he could go that wasn't a, a football mad nation where he could probably walk around and by and large not be recognised. I know. I remember at the time thinking, "Why would you do that to yourself? Like, there's a holiday destination for you, mate. Where you can't, you could go and maybe not be bothered." But well, now, I think the feeling you... in LA, though, and it's the same. People have said the same in Miami with um, with Messi. The feeling was then and is with Messi now that people will notice him, but after a wee while, they just won't care. But the whole Beckham mm. thing eclipses Messi. It does, but I think the way that pe- people are treated as celebrities in places like LA is slightly different, mate. After a while, when mm. people get used to them being there, because they're just used to it. Well, yeah, still, still a celebrity, though, that, and, and where he wasn't really one before that much in, in America. But his own personal profile grew enormously uh, with his time um, in the States. He was immediately on the front cover of Sports Illustrated. You know, it was, it was huge. But that he, was all pretty well orchestrated. Of course yeah. it was, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, you know... <laughs> Beckham, you, you, as you say, you forgot he was a footballer. Mm. And in those early uh, seasons at, at, at LA Galaxy, you know, he was heavily criticised at times by, well, Landon Donovan, the aforementioned, because when he would go to Milan for those um, for those loan moves he made too, the, the LA Galaxy fans were like, you're not taking this seriously. It was yeah. all the off-field stuff. His performances, due to injuries as well, but he he didn't he look a little bit half assed about it if we're going to be frank now that could be because of injuries and and da 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 but beckham is known for putting it in on the pitch yeah. you know 
Apparently, according to Andy Brassel, they called him Forrest Gump at Real Madrid because he would run around so much. But we knew he was quite industrious as well as a yeah. player. Had a great engine on him. And when he went there, certainly in those early years, in between moving to Milan and whatnot, it wasn't happening. And a lot of fans, they were saying, you're a fraud, you're this, that and the other. And he got a lot of criticism. But that's absolutely consistent with the David Beckham story, isn't it? He's always triumphed over adversity that has mm-hmm. come come along after an initial kind of period of fanfare and success and mm-hmm. it's, it's fascinating that that even happened here yeah. after that Milan loan some of the it's, you, you mentioned the go home fraud banner there some of the banners are, are, are really funny yeah. because they're so specific um, <laughs> so one of them uh, one of them was go home fraud one of them said 23 repent 23 <laughs> being his shirt number yeah. That's, the, there was hey Bex here before you here after you here despite you and my favourite one is evil something you are or something you do <laughs> That's so weird. But is it is it sensible to? Because the thing is, we can't take that as a general kind of temperature check on what. No, of course, because, it's just because, one person with because, a bedsheet. Because if someone does a bedsheet at Stamford Bridge, we spend twenty minutes on there taking the piss out of them. I think yeah. Jim was taking the piss. Yeah, out Yeah, but what I'm saying is that's not necessarily a total indicator, because they for for what a couple of years while he was there, they were the best team in MLS. Mm. But if you look at the Supporters Shield, where they from a European, traditional European standpoint, of course they have the MLS Cup, which is a playoff system and you know, the winner at the end wins it. But Supporters Shield is given out to the team that has basically amassed the most points in the regular season, which for yeah. us here yeah. would be the arbiter of, of, of what's... MLS Cup is the big one. Fine, but my point is for, for the major- yeah. overwhelming majority of the season, yeah. they total up points, they put it together mm-hmm. and they give a team who's top of that table yes. the Supporters Shield. They won the popular vote. and They, they, won, <laughs> they won that a couple of times as well. They did. So, that, you're so, jumping ahead. I, but sure, but Beckham was part of that yeah, no, but 2011 was his best year at LA mm. Galaxy. But before that, though, is when all this stuff is going on. And mm. before that, he's basically making kissy faces back to European sides. Yeah. Milan come along. I mean, that was glorious, wasn't it? Let's be honest, for, for English football fans that we, we enjoyed are, that. it was wonderful. In when Beckham went, we're going to go yeah. back to AC Milan, everyone's like, oh, come on, here we go. And he's yeah. there lining up against uh, alongside people like Clarence Sadoff and Ronaldinho yeah, 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 and stuff yeah. like that. To see him in those colours as well, you go, yeah. that's where... That and looks right. It looks right, and... Milan tried to make it a permanent move. Yes, that's what. That's again. That's what you're dealing with. The top mm. side who were, mm. were in the Champions League and all the rest of it uh, were trying to make that mm. a, a permanent move. And I'll be honest with you, I wanted that to happen as yeah, well. Yeah, I think uh, uh, there was a sense that maybe you know his head was turned. But the size of this deal and everything that went into it, and the fanfare that he arrived with, and uh, you know having a stake in a, in a future MLS franchise as well, I think it was very very difficult for him to not see out that contract. Very, very complicated. It because he promised yeah. a lot, hadn't he? Just probably. by being there, yeah. he promised a lot. Yeah. And it's right. a difficult thing to walk away from. Essentially, to, to try. go all in on this project and then betray it would be would be difficult. You're right, he did try. Well, that's right. So and I think that LA Galaxy, they held firm. They did give him leeway. There's no two ways about that. They let him go on loan twice yeah. to another side back in Europe. And the loan was only supposed to be three months, but he said he was seeking a permanent transfer um, in, in, yeah. in February to be ready for the 2010 World Cup. And that loan was extended to mid-July before he returned mid-season mm, to LA Galaxy. Yeah. And those fans were furious with him. Mm. And I think that this period still cloud some people, or not cloud, that would be the wrong word, still affect some people's um, opinion of Beckham in in MLS. Some people, and again, we'll get to the legacy, but some people still think, do you know what though? He was he was half-assed for a bit. Eventually he became good. The trophies mm. and the performances would, would, would suggest that. But I think this did tarnish it slightly. And, and, and you know, Landon Donovan criticised him publicly for his lack of commitment, mm. came out and said that. And it, but Donovan would later apologise. 
um, for that. But but it is true. He did have a few moments before this. You know, there was that 70-yard goal against Kansas City Wizards. You know, yeah. we, all, we all love to see Beckham score it within his own half. Yeah, there was no know. keeper, to be fair. But it was still a good strike, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. And, and he still, there was the odd free kick here and there, and there was moments. But it felt like cameos. It felt like... Yeah, he's just doing this. He keeps his eye on, and then he wants to go back to Europe because yeah. the 2010 World Cup he thought would be his last World Cup, and and that's really you know he loved playing for England and he wanted to keep his eye in there and that's the way he was doing yeah. it. Over here, he's a guest star, exactly. And then of course gets that injury while playing for Milan, misses out on the World Cup, and that affects his time playing at Galaxy again. Bad injury like, as well, though. Yeah, and they're like, well, hang on a minute here. We have sold thousands of season tickets. We have, you know, sold thousands of jerseys, blah, 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 blah. This guy's just turning up but when he not, wants. He's not here, yeah. And that's yeah. what the early years of Beckham in MLS was. Yeah. We spent then... too much time with Michael Owen. <laughs> exactly. Any, any time with Michael Owen is yeah. possibly too much time with Michael exactly. Owen. Exactly. Yeah, imagine spending a sustained period of time with <laughs> yeah. Michael Owen. Exactly, yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble.
Bruce Arena, LA Galaxy manager, eventually thought to himself, I'm not having any of this anymore. Said, so he said, you can have one more go back of two and <laughs> but no more than that. Yeah, exactly, Use it yeah. wisely. David, what do you want? We'll give you anything you want. Get me Bruce. Arena <laughs> yeah. turns up, not that one. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, they reached the final of MLS Cup, lost on penalties. Um, Beckham did score his penalty, didn't slip up on that one. No. And I think that a combination of he knew his England days were over. Yeah. Um, he was a little bit older. And also, he was affected by the criticism he was yeah. receiving. I think all of that combined made him knuckle down yeah. at LA Galaxy. And they would win back-to-back MLS Cups 2011-2012. 2011, Robbie Keane uh, joined LA Galaxy. So he was a big part of them. Uh, and Robbie Keane's enthusiasm and commitment was incredible. Yeah, it was universally yeah. loved there, isn't he, Robbie yeah. Keane? Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, he was just a fan to begin exactly. with. Well, yeah. 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 An unidentified fan. Yeah. <laughs> But I, so I think, yeah, Beckham was hurt by the criticism and I think it took Beckham a while because of all this uh, stuff that he gets involved with off the field and the celebrity and blah, blah, blah. As he said himself, you know, first and foremost, I am a footballer. Yeah. And it was, and people were having a go at that and that would have hurt him and it should hurt yeah. him. I, I, do, I do think, I do, I'm not trying to kind of excuse his behaviour at Galaxy in the early years because I think the assessment you've made is fairly accurate. But I do find it a little bit odd when people spend all their time talking about how football wasn't a priority for Beckham after a certain time yeah. when actually he made like over 700 professional appearances in his mm. career mm. and over 100 games he played for England yeah. you know if it if it wasn't a priority for him I'd love to see how many appearances he could have made if it was why yeah. is he making the loans in the first place yeah, he, not a he's, he's yeah. clearly a hugely never been true of him well. yeah. never ever been clearly true of him clearly a hugely committed player mm. just generally I mean yeah well indeed so he, he, he and I think that these final few years playing LA Galaxy, he did sort it out. You know, reinvented himself actually as a bit of a central midfielder mm. in his older age, became more influential on the pitch. And and that's when the likes of Donovan and so on, who was a big player for them, and he's an interesting character himself, was a bit like, okay, we've we've got him. He's he's now rolling up his sleeves, he's playing for the shirt, yeah, all that, those kind of cliches. They had um, Juan Pablo Angel as well for a season. Obviously he did his best work at other clubs in MLS, but they had him there. Yeah. They had um Robbie Keane, as you say, Alan mm-hmm. Donovan. And the two um, MLS Cups they they won mm. in eleven and twelve. Yeah. They beat Jeff Cameron's Houston Dynamo in both uh, on both occasions. That's right. Who would go on to to have a good career in the Premier League? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Cameron getting a mensch. There you go. Um, but winning those back to back cups, I think that that put him in a in a bracket of okay, fair enough. You've delivered. Yeah. I think his legacy will always be complicated, won't it? Because of the because of the feeling around those first yeah. seasons and the the anger towards those those loans but that certainly balances it and makes it um, the complicated legacy that it is well I think it makes it more positive and I think those cup wins were, were important I mean his legacy is is without a doubt uh, in, in MLS you know his deal saw the introduction of the designated player rule what will become known as the Beckham rule allowing each MLS team to sign a maximum of three players to contracts that exceeded the salary cap Yeah, um, and that you know paved the way for the likes of Freddie Lundberg Thierry Henry um, uh, later, Gerard and Lampard to come to, well, to MLS. To give further context to that, I mean, the, it's not a it's not a overstatement to say that he completely revolutionised the pay structure mm-hmm. because when he signed, his personal package was mer- worth more than the salary of every other MLS squad. Yeah, and then when he left, there were three other players I think paying paying more than him. Mm. So in that short period of time, yeah. There were other players uh, who were actually earning more than him, yeah. even though he was earning more than entire teams well, when indeed. he signed. And, and you can imagine being a, a player at LA Galaxy when he's off for another loan spell and he's getting paid more than the whole team, how much mm. it would piss them uh, off. Bleacher Report said um, during his time in the league, uh, Beckham's time in the league, MLS added new teams, built new stadiums and signed better players than mm. ever for more money than ever. Yeah. I guess he possibly 
showed the pathway for the latest yeah. modern iteration yeah. of, the, of MLS. But indeed, that's what he did. And, and there's no doubt that, uh, you know, if you think about pre-Beckham at MLS, could you, could you name a handful of sides there? Yeah. You know, the, I know... I, you, could, I could name a handful now based <laughs> on the fact that we the other week. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he has... You know, him going there has has made a huge difference. You know, um, but but I think that I think him winning those cups was very very important for him uh, for reasons stated. But he did say in 2013, a year after his final match for Galaxy in 2012 with that MLS uh, Cup final, when he said, "I hope people will remember me as a hardworking footballer, someone who was passionate about the game, and someone that gave everything that they have because that's how I feel." And I think a lot of Galaxy fans came round to that well, yeah. well, and I think in the end it, they were a bit like okay fair enough you put the shift in and you won the trophies but there's still this enormous stuff that happened off the field which you just talked about there Luke which is undeniable well, happened post Beckham well that's why I, I read a really interesting article and I'm going to name check um, Graham Ruthven who, who, who wrote it saying that um, and it was based around the context of 2019 when LA Galaxy unveiled a statue of Beckham yeah right mm. what he was arguing which I thought was a really interesting take was that it's fine for Beckham to have a statue but you should have it outside MLS HQ, not mm. outside the Galaxy. Yeah. Because there's other foreign designated players who've come in, who've contributed more, show more commitment, and have more of an impact on the field for Galaxy than Beckham did, despite yeah. his turnaround. Mm -hmm. But actually, for the league itself, Beckham did a huge amount, and we've covered it there. So I thought that was quite an interesting take on the statue. Give him a statue, put it outside MLS HQ, because his impact on the league yeah. was far bigger than his impact at the club. Well, indeed, yeah. I mean, the um, the now former Houston Dynamo president, Chris Canetti, who was involved with MLS for 18 seasons, uh, you know, and he saw a, a lot of changes. You know, he said this about David Beckham. When the history books are written about Major League Soccer, Beckham's arrival in 2007 as a player for the LA Galaxy will be seen as the defining moment for sure. It took the league into its next phase and well beyond. But again, he's talking about the league. Exactly. Which, yeah. which it feeds into and, your and let's not there. Let's not lose sight of the fact of how well Beckham himself did out of it because although it's reported that he took a 70% salary cut to sign for Galaxy in the first mm. place, um, the overall pack of package is obviously really shrewd um, because he was also hoovering up a revenue share from Galaxy as a mm -hmm. club yeah. and it was estimated by some media outlets that if you take into account absolutely everything mm -hmm. including the things like the $25 million that he had to pay to get the franchise going at Miami mm -hmm. and how much that's worth now the the estimate is that he uh, has earned so far in total mm -hmm. from MLS effectively yeah. uh, $477 million Blimey. so I mean he's happy to take a pay cut if he's going to earn that in the long run so yeah. you know all those people are going to Saudi Arabia. That's how you do it. <laughs> that is how you do it, right? But, I mean, it is interesting because obviously now he's involved with Inter Miami. You know, you see him hugging Lionel Messi when he turns up at the club. Well, There's so another on. seismic um, uh, chapter in yeah. the history of and, and I do think, but, he, but his commitment to MLS is there because he's there as an owner now. And I, and I think when people talk about the popularity of football in the US, soccer in the in the US, like I think people sometimes get the the kind of observation wrong. They're kind of a bit like, if this player goes there, mm. will it make football really popular in America? Right. And of course, that's never going to happen because it's an incremental cultural thing anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the reason you may see football growing in popularity in the US, and it does really depend on the metric you look at, but if you do if you do see the stats you want to see and find an improvement in the popularity, it's far more to do with, say, greater immigration of, say, Mexico or mm -hmm. a different um, diversity of cultural background or the fact that they're exposed to the Premier League a lot more. US national team in the World U Cups. Yeah, the US national team do... Because they, since they, the 21st century, they've yeah. fed so much better. All these... <laughs> no, they have. Yeah, but, yeah. All, the, but all, these all these contributions kind of accumulate. Of course. And it starts to go in a slow kind of 
you know, incremental way yeah. rather than just a player coming in, which is partly why, for different reasons, I don't think the Saudi experiment will work. But what is interesting is this Apple TV deal, which has mm-hmm. been signed, 10 year deal. Apple TV are going to show him a list. Um, and, and I think that's got an opportunity to make it a huge, mm-hmm. a much huger deal. Because when I go to the US, and I do go there a lot, you can't, it, what's obvious to me is mm-hmm. the impact. The improvement in popularity of football mm-hmm. is far more because you can watch every Premier League game mm-hmm. and far less to do with MLS. I go to the US and I obviously am a football fan. I go to the US and I watch football on telly, mm-hmm. right? And the family watch it and all the rest of it. We never watch MLS. Sure. Everyone watches Premier League. Yeah, but so but... Incre- increase, increasing in popularity of, of football mm-hmm. and increasing in popularity of MLS is the, is the, uh, completely yeah. different things. Well, yeah, but one will trickle down to the other. Possibly, and, but I, th- and I, don't I, think, think, I don't think we're seeing that. Well, I, d- I don't know. I think it's hard to, to, to quantify, but I think for me to sum it up with Beckham, his time at LA Galaxy overall was a success. It is a little bit complicated, as, as you say, um, Jim, and as, as the history books say, but I think it was a success, and I think he did help raise the profile. He didn't raise the profile single-handedly. It's not possible for a player to do no. that. It would be foolish to think so. All these reasons that Luca stated and, 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 and a few others, I'm sure, and a lot of hard work from a lot of individuals. But did he raise the profile of MLS? Well, I agree with um, uh, Mr. Canetti, former of um, uh, you know Houston Dynamo's. Yes, he did. Absolutely, he did. Yeah, I don't think there's two ways about that. But I'm pleased that what was nice about um, you know, researching this was just watching Beckham play football again. Yeah, some of the goals he scored. I know he didn't score huge amounts of goals for Fellaini Galaxy. He was never a... no, but he's a very stylish technician to watch. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah. Free kicks. There's a lot. Yeah. He scored a lot of free kicks for Galaxy. And he was really a precursor to James Ward Prowse. I was about to say so. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did kick the door down for for, for JWP, didn't he? Indeed. Yeah. He, he did. walks a JWP could run. That's right. In the championship. Yeah, for we'll, Southampton. And and we, and we hope that. JWP gets a set. How's he getting involved in this? How's he involved in this? One of the most seismically culturally impactful moves in Uh, football history. And we're ending it by talking about James Ward Prowse. Ward Prowse will raise the profile of the championship next season. Who may well, at best, get a £15 million move to Aston Villa. Okay, well, why don't you have the last say then, Luke, about Beckham and Galaxy and his playing and so on? I've said what I want to say. Okay, you've had your chance. No, but but to wrestle it back, to maybe put it a different way. You said that like the attendance is massively increased and they sold a load more season tickets and stuff. Well, statistically they did. Of course, but why? Mm. To see David Beckham. Yes. Not because they suddenly love MLS. Of course. Mm. So there will be a trickle down to an extent. There will be some people who stay on. Of course there will be. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's not... It's not as simple as what pe- as people make out. Hence, I said that it, it, you know he, alt- without a doubt, raised the profile of the league, but also the hard work of a lot of other people and a lot of other factors, which you said. Yeah. You know, we we're seeing the, the same thing repeat itself with Lionel Messi now, like the you know the Lionel Messi burger in, in the Hard Rock Cafe and stuff. Mm. It's a lot of it is not to do with, with what's on the pitch. And yeah, those but, people are coming to see Messi, but, but it's you know Beckham again, is still relevant on US chat shows. Yeah, absolutely, which is crazy. Absolutely. Now, obviously, he speaks English, but MLS, you know, isn't. Le- 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 and, and Messi doesn't. But I know, but but Beckham, uh, you know, his face, his brand is still a really famous man who everyone knew anyway. Went somewhere else That's where he wasn't famous. That's bullshit. Yeah, he was he, famous, he not was in America. Famous. Well, then why was it such I, a big deal? I disagree with that. Okay. I disagree with that. And well, that's how we should end. Yeah. Us disagreeing. We're arguing. Agreeably, yeah. but we're disagreeing nonetheless. I, I, His move proved controversial. Yes. <laughs> we've I, demonstrated the point. I get, get your keys out. I don't know where we've landed on that. But um, yeah, okay. Thank you very much for joining us on another Football Ramble Guide too, And thank you for joining us on all of these Football Ramble Guide 2 shows because this is our final one of the summer. 
We have some exciting plans for next season, by the way, so uh, you'll be hearing about them very, very soon. Uh, in the meantime, there are over 50 guide episodes in our back catalogue to go. 50? And enjoy. 50. Bloody hell, really? No. How about that? We but, absolutely yeah. grind that out here, don't we? But stay tuned. No, don't stay tuned. You know, this podcast will end. Yeah. Uh, but keep your ears <laughs> and eyes out for uh, those uh, exciting plans we have for next season, because as I say, you'll be hearing about them very, very soon. Next season is going to be the best season ever for the Ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent stuff. All right. Thanks, chaps. Thanks, David Beckham. And thank you, listeners. I want to do Ruben Nevis' move to Saudi Arabia. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.